many do I need? Critics are calling Rogue One a bracing and dizzying marvel. Take hold of this moment. Rolling Stone calls it adventurous fun, alive and bursting with joy. Welcome to Rogue One. It's a cinematic wonder. Make ten men feel like a hundred. The most exciting blockbuster in years. Save the rebellion! Save the dream! Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast, episode number 23, a Rogue One review special. I'm here, uh, Brian Seddon, with Chad Viss. I won with the Force. The Force is with me. <laughs> Brian North. Okay. <laughs> and special guest and referee of our predictions, uh, or scorekeeper, I should say, Mr. Dave Mann. Jabba no bother. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> Very good. All right, so um, so we're going to kick this off with a, a non-spoiler review of Rogue One, just our impressions, just like one minute each. And then after that, um, we're going to just jump into Rogue One, spoilers uh, abound, and um, tell you what we thought of it and uh, see where it goes from there. After that, then we'll uh, see how we did on our predictions. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, Chad, Binov and I all made uh, predictions for different uh, things that we thought would happen in Rogue One, and Dave Mann was kind enough to uh, score our really bad predictions. <laughs> Except mine. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, we'll find out who was on top of the suck pile and won. So. Now, Brian, before we get started here, are you sure this is a good idea? Because I heard, I heard a rumor that there was some uh, failed attempts at doing spoiler-free reviews already before the podcast started. Yeah. true? Uh, Chad, do you want to tell your experience there? I hate you, B-Nob, so much. <laughs> this is a safe place. So I had said I was seeing the movie on Friday. You guys had said, at least Brian Seddon was seeing it on Thursday. B-Nob may be going to see it with his dad. We weren't sure. But then it ended up he was going to see it on Thursday as well. Behind so, his dad's back. So it was announced. I was seeing it Friday night. And so what's, let's see, I'm going to see the time. I have the text. We have a text thread. And Thursday night, 11.19, I'm already in bed, sawing logs, sugar plums dancing in my head, and these texts are coming. And I'm not seeing any of them until the next morning. So all these texts come. The next morning I look at my phone. I was like, oh, Brian and Brian were talking. Let's take a look and see what they did. I scroll up to see where the most recent thing is bypassing warnings from certain people about it and i get to this picture this wonderful picture of carrie fisher and i'm like what's that from and it says thoughts on the movie picture of carrie fisher never have to recast again lol (laughs) and i'm going okay i know i know carrie fisher's in the movie what is this and then brian said goes Let's not give spoilers. Chad hasn't seen it. Yes, he did, b said. And then he goes on to say, best Vader scene of all time. How does he go from that to, how does he go from that to fighting Obi-Wan? And Brian's like, he didn't see it. B-Nob's like, what? Brian's like, tomorrow. Said, Chad. Brian goes, Chad, ignore everything b said. Don't scroll up. Abort. Abort. <laughs> But this time, it was too late. I've read through all this, and it's over. It was done. I realized I saw Carrie Fisher. Spoiler. 
And <laughs> I, I, just, I was thinking, well, yeah. crap, Chad's spoiling it up for everyone. No, it's Beanob. He ruined it. <laughs> he ruined it all. I don't ruin anything, okay? A normal person. I don't know. <clears throat> Never mind. But moving on. Okay. Oh, Chad, didn't yeah, you have a funny good. story from your comic book shop this week? Do you want to go into that right now, or do we want to give our impressions first, Brian? Yeah. Uh, you could tell a story. That's fine. Okay, so I work at the comic shop, as most of you know. That I listen. just want to say, sorry for interrupting, I love how it's episode 23, and B-Nob is still holding a lapel mic in front of his face <laughs> <laughs> as his microphone. He, he won't it. commit. I won't, won't commit. commit. <laughs> My thing. So I work at the comic shop, and a guy comes in, and he buys, he spends $70 on random various Star Wars books. Um, some current stuff, Vader series, and then some old legend stuff that we have that's not canon anymore. $70. That's a good chunk of money to spend mm-hmm. on some books. So I'm ringing him up. I'm like, oh, cool, Star Wars. is like, so you're going to see the see Rogue One here this weekend? He's like... I don't know. Their last Star Wars movie really sucked, so I'm not sure. And I, I stopped, and I'm continuing to ring him up. You know, at this time, I'm, like, putting his bags and getting his change back, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, here you go. Have a nice day. And inside, I'm thinking, you complete yeah. idiot. The real question is, did you or him shoot first? Yeah. Oh, I, I let him walk away because he spent $70. But Oh, that's right. That's true. Inside, so, okay. I'm forced choking him for his idiocy. So I, um, I knew this guy, this guy at work actually, and um, uh, so I might. So this sounds really weird, uh, but there's no other way to explain it. At my job, certain individuals, depending on their job, need to change their clothes. So I saw him without a shirt. Okay, there it is. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't really know how to explain that. Uh, but anyway, dude has a Sith logo on uh, one one peck. And then the Rebel logo on the other pack. And then on his thigh. Wait, how big? How big? Uh, like the whole pectoral know, I mean, muscle? Size of my fist, maybe? Spoiler alert. Okay. It was Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. So then, and then on his side, on one of his thighs, he has a lightsaber Whoa. hilt. That's uh, more than a shirt, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what kind you know, of pants was he wearing? It was a little awkward. I understand. Uh, but anyway, so then I, I said, oh, yeah. He was only Star wearing Wars a shirt fan. to work. He took <laughs> it off. I said, uh, obviously a Star Wars fan. I was like, what'd you think? This was right after Force Awakens. I was like, what'd you think of uh, the new movie? He's like, hated it. Hated every minute of it. They ruined <laughs> they ruined Star Wars. Wow. Nothing like the trilogy and this and that. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? I just couldn't believe it. Like, you fire him on the hate. spot? No. no. Take a hot blade and not scrape that, those things off your flesh. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's, it's kind of funny how people are like that, though. You know? But, yeah. Uh, but I didn't. Um, maybe, I didn't want to get into it with the guy. Maybe you guys will say that after my review of Rogue One. So, but anyway, so let's let's jump into the non-spoiler Rogue One reviews. About a one minute each. Uh, Bina, why don't you kick us off? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to compare it a lot because the most recent. I'm talking fast because I have a lot of an explanation. Yeah, I only you got have a one minute. minute. To do it. <laughs> one minute. <laughs> one minute. Just a quick done review. Right now. Just I'm if someone hasn't. Right now. If someone hasn't seen the movie and they're like, "Beanob, how was it?" Just start right? playing Obviously the academy music. music. Just start playing the academy music. All right. You got Great one minute. Ready to go. Great Star Wars movie. Uh, the Force Awakens start a little bit faster. Great ending. Um, great third act. Uh, 
Didn't like the score as much as I do a normal movie. Like The Force Awakens better. Um, action sequences were great. Characters were great. Uh, go see it. It's amazing. Star Wars Rogue One. Boom. Done. All right. <laughs> Chad. Uh, great movie. A lot of fun. If you like Star Wars, you will like this movie. Don't expect a saga film. It is not like the saga films. It is different, and that's okay. Like b said, the score is different. It's still good. Um, it's a great movie. It deserves to be seen. I plan to see it more than the one time I've seen it so far. Dave, you want to kick us one? Yeah, I definitely liked it uh, a whole lot. I am definitely going to see it again um, next week as well, maybe twice next week. Um, and I agree with I agree about the score. I've already I already bought the soundtrack. It's different, but I loved it. Um, I love that composer. Uh, for a movie where the plot is pretty much already known to most people that are Star Wars fans, this they did a great job of uh, giving you a movie full of action and suspense and making it very interesting. So I highly recommend it. All right. So I thought it was it was a good Star Wars movie. I don't. It was not my favorite. Um, and I, I really, truth be told, I don't really know where to rank it within uh, the Star Wars films as far as favorite, but. Um, nonetheless, it was it was a good story, good action. Uh, they caught the feel of the trilogy as far as the aesthetics. Um, was not a fan of the score, um, and then uh, and there's some other issues that I had with the movie that I'll talk about when we hit the spoiler reviews. But um, but overall, I mean, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Ooh, negative Nancy over here. Yeah, so I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I enjoyed it, but uh, I, I think. Um, I think it was evident that there were reshoots. Sorry to say that, but um, and we'll talk about it in the spoiler reviews. So, I think that sums up the one-minute reviews. Actually, less than that, probably about twenty to thirty seconds. So, nice job, fellas. Now, if you've not seen Rogue One yet for some reason, um, this is where you want to stop it and then come back afterwards after you have. So, we'll give you to the count of three to shut off your radio or. Hit the pause. We're on the radio? We are on the radio. WGG4. Wow. Mm, you think it would no. have been Star Wars related. Yeah, That's too sorry. bad. IG88. Right. Yeah. So ready? Uh, one, two, three. All right. You've been warned. So, oh, I just stopped to, my uh, record. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Who wants, to, uh, who wants to start the uh, spoiler review? Go ahead. Host of hosts. <clears throat> Captain, my oh, captain. Really? <laughs> All right, so um, so again, that's not what I meant. I have some negatives, but that doesn't mean that I didn't like the movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it, you know, I'm just gonna be honest. I, it was good. I felt like there wasn't enough character development. You know, some of the, some of the parts where you felt like there was supposed to be an emotional tug. For instance, uh, the ending of the movie when uh, Jin and. Uh, Cassie and die. Yeah, didn't really, you know, didn't like tug at my heartstrings or anything. Yeah, because you're uh, heartless. You're then cold person inside. Yeah, you're cold blooded. You're heartless. The um, <laughs> um, the uh, you know, even I'm pretty much all the deaths. They there wasn't enough character building for me. You know, well, and again, I, I understand it's it's hard to do in one movie. I get that, but you know, it it just there wasn't enough to where I was really emotionally invested in these characters. Um, you know, Riz, I mean, what, what do we know about any of them really? Riz, you know, Ka- uh, 
Andor, Cassian Andor, when there's that moment where he talks to Jen and he says, <clears throat> you know, I've been through some stuff too. I've lost things too. I've been doing this since I was six years old. Well, okay, well, that's all we really know. I was, there is some type of conflict he has with the, the things that he's had to do for the rebellion, you know, killing other people, things like that. You pick that up, but you don't know. But where really would where would they the have guy. done that? How could they have given that without being an eight hour movie? Yeah. We have to we have to fill in the blanks and have because of what it is. I think. Also, I was going to say, are we just are we just letting each other talk for our? Th- are we kind of jumping in whole, whenever we jump in? Jump in. <clears throat> I guess. I yeah. thought I I agree to to some extent on what you're saying. To where I think the most memorable death was actually the droid. K two. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like he's he's a machine and and he had more uh, comedic value and and uh, almost more feeling in his death because it was I mean all their deaths were sacrificial, sure. But his death for some reason I felt bad when he had to go. I didn't want to see him leave because I kept um, shooting him. <clears throat> I could see it happening. Right. Everyone else yeah. blew up. Well, you yeah. know, here's where I said about like the reshoots. Like I feel like. You know, maybe some of those deaths would have been more emotional, and by that I mean maybe even darker to some degree. Um, but I think when these reshoots happen, I think they changed a lot of the tone of the movie. Um, and it, we'll find out. You know, I'm sure once, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll start to find out what exactly changed from from then to now. But uh, I, I feel like if if maybe there weren't some of these reshoots, it, it might have. Turned out a little well, better for me. I read life. a report that Felicity Jones was signed for a sequel or one one or more movies, and I feel like that maybe they made it seem like she was going to live another day. To be honest, I felt like the deaths were more emotional than any death in the prequels, and those had three movie built up. I'll even go as far as saying that that the deaths in Rogue One had a little bit more of an emotional punch to me than even the Han Solo death in The Force Awakens. Whoa. Yeah, no, yes, because to be yeah, honest no, with you, I at least okay, uh, slow down. Let me explain. What's happening? But at least I understood. <laughs> well, and I, and I at least also... I understood why they were sacrificing themselves. I felt like the okay, yeah, his son's a little ticked off at him, but I don't understand. I, I don't. Re- there's no. I can't. There's no understanding there. behind yeah. the Han Solo death. Like there was no reason why he died besides him throwing in "Let's kill Han Solo." I think that we might still see more on that in episode. I think they might play a little bit more on that because of the the reasoning behind that. In my opinion, has way more to do with the emotions of Ben than than it just being like I, than what we saw. You know what I mean? But I do understand what you mean by the the initial feeling of why did that have to happen? Versus obviously these people in Rogue One are sacrificing to stop total annihilation. And then I was when you said the prequels. Um, I'm trying to Jin's think. Death I'm trying to think. Yeah, Qui Gon Jinn, I guess, is the one I forgot. Um, but what what other ones? Like, there's Qui Gon Jinn. Um, uh, other Padme. than all the Jedi dying, Princess Amadea. Yeah, yeah Padme, Padme dying. The show yeah. the funeral scene. Padme dying. Any any of the Jedi, Mace Windu dying. <clears throat> no, I was happy with that. Kit Fisto <laughs> dying. I mean, come on. Blue Coon getting blown up. Well, those are all those yeah. Are those were all done in this. Those are all done sort of the same way, I think. Like where it's just a quick death because that's what happened. Order sixty. We all know. We all knew that that's what happened, 
the Jedi. Okay, so that I'll tell you out. this though. So this goes into the score. When Order sixty six happens, pay attention to that music and how that really sets the tone for those deaths. I I felt like the music did not help this movie. You know, because music can really set a right, tone and for you. I do. I do. I do say that the score on Order in sixty six is playing. That's a good score, and it goes and it plays well into the movie. I'll say this, what I said to Chad and uh, one of our other buddies a little bit ago on the podcast. Um, now, I preface it by saying I did I did like the score, and I think I'll like the score the more I listen to it. I bought it because I like that composer from Lost and from other things. Um, but I will say that when I was watching, when I went into the theater, which is something that as a kid I never got to do with the originals until they like remastered them and brought them out. I went and saw them with my dad back when I, like, I was a teenager or something. But... Going into the theater to see a Star Wars movie, there's that one thing that everybody expects, and I was expecting it for nostalgia's sake. And I told Chad, I even said this out loud. I'm sitting there. I got a great seat. It's not IMAX, but it's in between standard and IMAX, so it's a big screen. It's 3D digital. And a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away comes on, and I literally said out loud, hit me with it. And I was expecting that, Star Wars, and that wasn't there. And... Looking back on it, I'm like, you know, I mean, I understand, like, these are not, they're, they're basically making a statement, these aren't the Star Wars movies, these are a different thing, these are the uh, Star Wars stories, you know, episode, the main episodes are still going to have that, obviously episode eight's going to have that, this one didn't have that, probably the Han Solo movie won't have it, but I don't necessarily know if I, if I think, I mean, because I've heard people say, oh, I like that, but I don't know if they needed to do that, I mean, we obviously know the the distinction and everything, um, I kind of missed that, um, but I did like the, I did like the the setup going into the end where they mesh it right with Episode Four, and then you hear that music in the credits, like how every Star Wars movie ends, where it goes into the main theme. And to me, that made sense because now we're we're flush with the with that movie, or flush with that movie, and they ran together. But at the same time, it's still the same universe so i don't think they necessarily had to make such a distinction between the music um so i mean i i'm still a little i mean i'm i'm more in favor of it than i am not in favor of it i guess i, I should think, say so this would be my last comment on the music i, th- I think it was because obviously that was another thing that that was changed right you had a different composer come in you only had i think like four weeks to put it together um and i feel like that showed i feel like it was rushed some parts it just didn't it didn't sync well or didn't do enough to set a tone for me. Um, the crawl, I agree with you, man. That was that was awkward seeing it, seeing it how it came out. Like I felt like it was it was missing. And uh, but that was good. I didn't think about it till you said it. That was good how they did throw it in at the end, and it does kind of set the yeah, tone for the I next. Yeah, I mean because. Because I thought about that, I was I was thinking about that in the very first few minutes after it didn't happen. I'm thinking, well, to be honest, like what would be what would they show in the crawl that really wasn't already understood? It's basically just saying exactly what you already know. Like episode four start, started off, basically sort of telling you that story in a very small nutshell, yeah. and so in, in order to have another whole crawl go through again, they basically, I mean, what would they say? Because uh, the story's about Jen Urso and her father making these plans, and then so it's not you, there's no backstory to these people. That's no one knows what 
I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess the backstory's off something. Catalyst, but uh, you know they could have they could have gave a little because they started off with but... her being a kid, so it's not like they could have said Jin Urso's been doing this up until this point because uh, yeah. they started as a as a kid, so it would have had to have come before her birth, basically. The, it would have had been about there was. yeah, it would have been about Krennic and and Galen and and how they're in yeah. hiding from Krennic, something something to that effect, but. I'm sure smarter minds. I mean, uh, they definitely could have figured it out. But this was a this was a on purpose distinction between the, the the trilogies and the individual stories. Yeah, and the reason it's so awkward, Brian, is because it's the first time that we've ever seen one that doesn't have it. But the next standalone film they do when they do the same thing, it's going to be more normal. And that's like it's a distinction. The sagas have the crawl. The standalones don't, and I, that's okay. I, I get the weirdness that it because that's what we're always used to. But we knew going in, you know, and those listening yeah. podcasts knew going in because they they announced that Kathleen Kennedy came out and said, "Yeah, we're not doing it. That's going to be right. okay." And, and Brian, don't worry. Yeah. And Brian, oh, I didn't know that. You know they just said because they were you doing know it. you're going in for a colonoscopy doesn't you know help you when it right. actually happens. Brian, I no one's sticking anything up your Star Wars butt. <laughs> I didn't know just that. A Star Wars movie. That's a good analogy. I had no idea right? that they yeah, said they weren't going to do it. Yeah, they, yeah, they live under good place to go. Live Star Wars under a podcast rock? where you yeah, can find out all. The current Star Wars news and, and things this you want to know. Right, he only listens to the. Oh, it's interesting. He only that you listens guys have to the so podcast. Much, it's interesting when, when you guys have so much time to do these podcasts with all those episodes of South Dakota Gamer you guys listen to, right? Bird guys, I don't know how you found hey, the we, time. Hey, we have we have, have to we awesome. have to pay for some anyway. advertisement there. <laughs> um, anyway. Brian, you were already upset before, so you were already going in with bad. You were already going in ready to hate it, so. Yeah. Well, I How think if I didn't know, no, no, you mean hate the no. Uh, movie? No, 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 I didn't no, hate no. the movie. You hated the fact that there wasn't a crawl, oh, the crawl? before the movie, the right? Oh, so you're going oh, in. Well, with, no, I think if I didn't know that, I think if they didn't announce that, if they didn't announce you would that, you'd be throwing that, chairs in there. The yeah, you've been throwing your popcorn. I probably actually would have been like mad. I'm a perfect example. I had no idea, and it and it and I noticed it. Like, yeah, then you made a fool of yourself. You're like, hit me. <laughs> right, come on! I'm I was ready, ready for, for it, man. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, this right. isn't a Star what else Wars you guys movie. Got? I, uh, I'll pepper in some more of my thoughts as we move along here. What do you I'll guys take, got? What do you, I'll take a whack at it. it. And I'm talking all dark side today. Uh, Tarkin. Well, if you're gonna whack it, do it. Tarkin, Tarkin uh, bugged me in the first scene. <laughs> then I got used to him. Because yeah. CGI. Kind of was like, eh. It was a little weird. So we know we know that that was an actual right. actor right. that they used, and then they CGI Tarkin's face onto right. that actor. Do you guys feel like? And I'm not hijacking your segment. I'll let you go back, B Nob. Do you guys feel like the CGI was good or bad? I think it was good. It was yeah, good. but it was just like, whoa. Yeah, I did. I not, think I. I did not think anything negative about right. it. Right. I just thought. I just think that I already knew it going in, so I was like, oh, okay. And I always try to super analyze it, overanalyze it. I felt like it it was a little a little weird, but uh, let me give you my let me give you my impression of not again because I'm so busy with the South Dakota Gamer podcast. I did not know (laughs) that that there was a CGI. Well, I guess none of us knew it was actual CGI. They just knew Tarkin was somehow going to be in it. I wasn't paying attention, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, is that right, Chad? I saw you making a face. Did you know well, we it was going to be a CGI, CGI. Tarkin? Oh, yeah. okay. So you yeah, did. we already we knew that. Well, I didn't know Star Wars rant. We know it. So when they walk in, yeah. So when he walks in, and I see obviously like a huge Star Wars fan, so I know that's the back of Tarkin's head. I'm like, oh man, that's cool. And I figured they're just it's that's all they're gonna you're gonna hear his voice. You're gonna see his form. You're never gonna see his face. They zoomed in closer, and you see like a hint of his face in the reflection of this the window. I'm like, that's pretty cool how they did that. Then he turned around. I was like, what? Like I I. Totally didn't expect him to give a full reveal of his face. And so I'm obviously knowing, well, that's not him. He was ancient at the time of episode four. He's been long since dead. So this is a completely CGI person. So then knowing that, I'm critiquing it because I know it's CGI. And then later on, seeing Leia in, in her full CGI beauty or glamour or whatever you want to call it, um... I th- I remember thinking, it's cool how they did it. But I look back and I go, if somebody was watching this movie, and and I'm trying to be objective because obviously I can't be this person. But if someone was watching this movie and didn't know who those characters were or who the actors were, I'm not sure they would know it's a CGI. I mean, us knowing who the characters are and comparing them to the original, and then like knowing it's CGI and critiquing it, I think that obviously we're going to be more harsh on it than someone who who didn't know. I told the guys this earlier. I said, the fact that that happened, it made me look at Bail Organa's... Is it Organa or Organa? How do you pronounce it? Organa. Organa. Oregano. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, actually, I actually, for a second, thought... Because I knew he was alive. I knew he wasn't dead. But I was wondering if they did any work to make him look younger because I didn't know how old he was at the time. Um, which they didn't. Um, anything they just use makeup or whatever. But if the CGI, in my opinion, made me actually do a double take at his character, in my opinion, that says that it's good um, because it actually made me question what else is CGI that I don't know is CGI. I knew for sure those two were CGI. It was impossible. I mean, we've seen Carrie Fisher. You know what I'd, I'd probably like to see is like a side by side of the CGI with the picture of the real person, and maybe oh, yeah. that oh I can supply that for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's out there though. But. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was they they did pretty good for it being, you know, like fake face okay, and voice wh- and everything. Okay, with this being with us on the subject, let me ask you guys this question, non Rogue One related, but there's a link here. Hopefully, I, I won that in the in the the link in the predictions. But do you think they will mess with the actor's face and CGI compose it to Harrison Ford's face in the Han Solo solo film? No, I made that? a joke about that, but yeah, I ha- I highly doubt it. Yeah. I mean, they did it. I mean... A, they won't have that? a reason to. It's a young Han Solo. Right, but how, how much younger is he than in the than in New Hope? That's why they hired the actor they hired because yeah. they feel he fits that age group. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised if there if maybe there's a prosthetic or something used for something or some makeup, but uh, I doubt that there's. I mean, I doubt they're going to mask his face. Yeah, it would have been. Did any of you guys see? Did any of you guys see the movie Age of Adeline no. with Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds' wife? Um, the movie, it's real quick. It's about a girl who's, who gets in a car accident and some lightning struck some weird, some weird science happens and she stops aging. And so 
she lives for a really long time and the guy that she was in love with at the time of this accident when she figured it out she realized I mean her her license stopped working because she wasn't nobody would believe her she had to run from the government and she ends up meeting him again he's Harrison Ford when he's much older in his current present Harrison Ford's age but they actually go back and do flashbacks and there's an actor he's not the guy that was cast in the Han Solo movie but there's another actor who played him who looked a lot like him and they didn't do CGI they just used his actual face and he had mannerisms and matched that and so I think I mean you look at guys like Jamie Costa or whatever who did that um, did any of you guys see his uh, Han Solo uh, fan movie yeah you know who Jamie Costa is right I mean, it it was it was cool. I mean, he's a he's very good with the voice. Some some of them more than others, but he's very good at the voices and stuff. Um, but somebody like that, you know, this guy I can't remember the guy's name uh, that's cast as him, like Eric something or what's the guy's name? Cast as the Han Solo. The new new Han Solo. Yeah, the guy. young guy. Yeah, his name either. I can't remember his name um, either. But I'm sure I'm sure as soon as he was, as soon as they confirmed it that they're working with him on. You know, it, not just his acting, but his the uh, mannerisms and stuff. He's gonna have to study Harrison Ford, because if they're not if they're not doing any type of exact imagery to make him look exactly like him, he's gonna have to act a lot like him, or it's just not gonna be believable. Because that's one of the movies that are probably gonna be judged the worst, or, or harshly, the harshest. You know. So, but yeah, but I guess in a long, uh, B knob style. <laughs> <laughs> dissertation that question that's my opinion of that yeah <clears throat> sorry about that guys I tend all right to moving back on to my spoiler review since brian hijacked it about five minutes ago uh darth vader uh were you guys shocked to see him in the bank the tanked in the what <laughs> yeah if he wasn't a bank to tank, I probably would be. Yeah, yeah back, to, bank to back tank. to tank. Let's just—I mean, I mean, let's just shut it down. Just shut the whole thing down. It's a bank to tank. Good gravy. No, yeah, I was—I was, I was wow, shocked when, when I realized when the guy was going in, and then he started talking, and then you realized, yeah. oh, that's Vader in his severed form. Obviously, the suit has made. The reason the suit changes and retconning the reason the suit changes is because it keeps improving, right? Like, eventually he's in his meditation chamber where he doesn't need the back to tank anymore or bank to tank, depending on who you talk to. Um, but at this point, his suit has not been perfected. And he needs, obviously, needs to spend time in a full blown back to tank to stay alive. The suit isn't enough for him. And that back to tank is there to heal some of his issues and. You know, to see it drain and just kind of see him hanging one arm. I thought that was, was awesome. Yeah, it was great. I, I was disappointed it didn't fulfill my prediction, but mm-hmm. I was happy that it, you know, that it was indeed a back-to-tank and that some Darth Lord of the Sith was in the back-to-tank. Yeah, so my, I, my I totally thoughts didn't on expect that, that, my first initial thought was Chad was wrong. <laughs> and then I was like, I was loving it. I thought the castle was really cool. So was that Mustafar? Yeah, is that where they were at? That's what I assume because of the the. Line. No, no, I read like this. One of the they have it in like this. Say, like but... I, I read this part, this partial on online from from one of the Rogue One like visual guides, and apparently in in Empire Strikes okay. Back they were going to include like in in his and yeah they were going to include some sort of fiery castle of the Dark Lord, but they just it didn't really fit into the story, so yeah. they took it out. Which what I 
So I thought it was the I thought the castle was cool, but then and then I thought I thought it was a cool scene, um, especially like the close up scene. So I, I thought it was a great scene. So <clears throat> now, do we think that there's any significance whatsoever to whoever was talking to him? That weird no. guy. Because that that was a pretty odd choice of clothing, though, for just a normal dude. Like we've never seen any mm-hmm. of like the serfs of. Of Vader or whatever before, and dressed in like straight up Sith-looking garb. Initially, I didn't. I haven't thought so. I just saw some nobody that's just there to do whatever Vader needs. But well, what if he's a secret theory. apprentice? Makes you wonder. New, new Snoke theory. <laughs> what sure if it was a there. secret apprentice? It'd be interesting. What if it was though. Star Killer? He did look like he wasn't human, was he? Was he human? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see him. I I can't remember his face. It it did look like a hairless face. Like of course he had a hood on, so I don't know. It looked like a colorless face too. Like not a lot of color. Did he look seven gray. feet tall? All right, folks. It was Snoke. No. Right. You got you got to you got to get the height. You got to get the height. It was Snoke's dad. Maybe. Just come up with every single. But or maybe Jin Urso turns right. into. We can Snoke. come up with every single Snoke theory. All right. So what else you got? You know, I'll finish it up with Vader having the rebel shaking in their little rebel boots, running from him like little kids, crying, run! But Vader just going on. Yeah, Vader like, going on his. Ra- right, Vader t- going on his rampage. Go ahead. Sorry makes the scene with the rebels shaking when that door is cracking open in a new hope just so much better. That I I also thought they did that very well because in in that in a new hope when they're just standing there he he comes in and obviously he's got a bunch of stormtroopers with him that are shooting but he doesn't really bother deflecting any blasts he just walks in and and they do all the work and then Vader comes in after they're all dead and steps around them. Um, but in this move, in this movie, at the end, they get trapped between the door he's coming in and the door they're trying to get out. So they don't have anywhere to go, and they're yeah. like, they're like almost peeing themselves, freaking out. It's like they know, which is to me is a contrast of some of the people that just when Vader's walking towards them, they just keep shooting instead of realizing you're not going, you need to just run. You're not going to hit him. Um, cause he just comes in black. I mean, those are how many guys were in there? Like eight, nine guys all firing blasters. And he just flipping that thing around, deflecting every single one of them, throwing them around, slicing them. I thought that was really a really cool way to force them to have to face him when they clearly did not want to, because these rebel people know who Vader is. I mean, cause in a new hope, we didn't really know who he was yet. We didn't know what this guy was about, what he could do. But this one you do know, so it's like you can't make it not be consistent because you're you're going right into episode four after that. I thought that was a really cool way to do it because otherwise it's like why didn't they run? Well, they couldn't have. They were completely, you know, they were trying to get out that door. It was either shoot or just die getting, you know, slashed in the back or something. I thought the Vader that Vader scene was the the best part of the whole movie for me. I kept elbowing my son, going, "Look, look at what he's doing." Like what yeah. it's like it's like <laughs> Vader at the height of his power, right? Like he's maybe not quite the height, but he's up there. And as far as people know who he is now, you know they know Vader. These rebels may these particular ones may not know, but they probably heard of him. 
and just to see him steal five people's guns from their hands, throw a guy up to the ceiling, and then slice him as he walks by is just, yeah, Carter and I were like little schoolgirls just giddy over yeah, it's, what was it's, happening. It's like for people, for fans that don't follow all of the uh, uh, the canon, like the comics and everything, you don't know, and you don't, you're not watching the TV shows or whatever, you don't know anything about that, what, 16, 17, 18 years between episode three and this movie to where a lot has happened to Anakin slash Darth Vader and a lot of, you know, he's grown a lot in his hate and his emotions and stuff to try to, to whatever his ultimate goal is still is to bring Padme back. I don't know if that's ever, if that's really his ultimate goal or not. Do they say that in like the comics? And stuff? Does he really stay true to that or does he lose sight of that after a while? They haven't really mentioned Padme much at all in, in his comic at all. I mean, because that was his initial reason for really wholeheartedly trusting Racing. Palpatine. Yeah. Um, no, there was but, like one, the one com, the last, was it the last one, either the last one or second to last Vader comic where Padme kind of, remember, kind of has that discussion with Padme a little bit, but then he yeah, says, isn't that is that the one where he's basically killing off Anakin? Or yeah, to me that kind of finalized the whole thing. Like he's just done, you know. Yeah, he's not right. enough for that anymore. <clears throat> so let's do this. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna throw out some characters and you guys just just talk about them, right? So Bays and Chira. Bays <laughs> got a real big gun. No, yeah, those guys were awesome. Jet te, or what? Temple guards, right? Uh, what guardians of or was it guardians of the will? Yeah. The so, and that is that a throwback to the the original title for the Star Wars? I guess it's when George Lucas uh, first began working on Star Wars, he was going to tell it. Through these people who are guardians of the of the will, W H I L L, guardians right. of the wills, who seem like they kind of collect the stories of the Force, I guess. Yeah. Um, Servants, to maybe the even force, the Jedi. Basically. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like they're 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 worshippers of the Force. Yeah. So I enjoyed I enjoyed their relationship with each other. Obviously, <clears throat> you know, the Jedi are all dead. And the Empire is there taking all the kyber crystals from from the temple. And so you have the despondent guys that are they can no longer be there. You have Baze who has given up on his belief and given up hope. And then Chirrut who is still holding on to that fact um, that it's still a real thing. The Force exists and it still can help him. Um, and explains his ability to as a blind man to be able to take out entire garrisons of stormtroopers um, who, as we know from Obi-Wan, have pinpoint accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so are we just assuming that he is a uh, extremely strong, like, Force-sensitive, not a Jedi? Right. Yeah, that's that's, my, that's, that's our, my assumption. And then Baze would have still been in the same group, but he had turned away from that um, and has his really big gun that he uses instead. Because outside of again, outside of canon, like you know the the TV shows and the comics, <clears throat> we don't we don't really know a lot about force sensitive people. Um, it's either just Jedi or you're not Jedi. I mean, because in the original trilogy, there is no mention of anything but Jedi or Sith being force users. Really, um, yeah, I think Maz... the, the Rebel Alliance says, "May the force be with you," but That's they don't religion. use it. Yeah, I mean, right. Maz tapped in and gave us an idea of, you know, she said she's no Jedi, but she well, I mean, knows yeah. the Force. I'm, I, yeah, I, what I, I'm sorry, I should have prefaced. What I meant was before Disney started 
pumping okay. out yeah, cannon. Yeah. Right. Um, so we didn't really we didn't really know that that existed. So now you've got a lot of like, the stuff in. Yeah, they they start talking about it in episode seven, and then um, now you've got this guy is the first real in the movies the first real guy that's not a Jedi who has like Jedi powers. Like he literally, that's the kind of stuff you put the blast shield down, and go to work not being able to see. He's like one hundred percent, like perfected that from all that we could see him doing. But at the same time, there are some parts of the the movie where it almost seemed like dumb luck, like. <laughs> I can understand, like, the fighting, when he first started fighting, it's like, dude, this guy's in tune with the Force. But then the one time where he just started chanting, I am, I'm one with the Force and the Force, and just walking, and the shots just weren't hitting him. Yeah. Like, to me, that wasn't, it, it was it was more like, I'm just blindly, literally, trusting the Force that I'm going to be okay. Like, he wasn't using any ability to not get hit. He was just walking, trusting completely the trusting the Force was going to help him get there. And what about when they um, put the bag on his head? He's like, yeah, yeah that really? was awesome. I'm already that blind. Was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> they they had a lot of good good lines. Being I thought you, a lot of the, a lot of people laughing in the theater. What did you think things. about the 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 monks? Former monks. Me? B-Nob. Who are you talking to? That's Beanob. Oh. What did you uh, think you about those two? Um, I like. You. I don't think it's dumb. I don't think it's dumb <laughs> luck. Talk. Yeah, you talk. don't even use me by name. I don't know. I did. No, you didn't. I don't think. I don't think it's okay. dumb luck. I think that there is four sensitive people out there, and I think they address that a little bit in, in even a Phantom Menace when they find Anakin. That there are four sensitive people out there that aren't discovered by the Jedi. They get a little older once they get over that age. The Jedi really didn't take them. So, um, but That's I did, yeah, comment. and I, you know, but I, I, I like them both. I like, I like two guys, two bros having each other's backs. Um, you know, I always like characters like that. Oh, so, I really, I really like their characters, and uh, sad to see them go. Maybe we'll get a prequel of them, like a I buddy, the, uh, buddy, uh, buddy defenders of I the feel will like, thing. I feel like that's what. I I feel that a lot in this podcast between Brian and B Knob. Like they're two buddies that are just they're fighting it, but there's really that bro love that they have that neither of them want to accept. But when it comes down to having to stab off the Empire, I think that they'll come through. Yeah. Maybe uh, even I, the sacrifice. Because no, we all plan. know I'd, I'd push Brian right over the ledge. <laughs> and we all know when we all know, Dave, that I <laughs> Brian would be like, B Knob, the force is with you, go. The force is with you, you're one of the force, go. We all know I would be in the Empire, yeah. so Oh, that's right. Um, so I thought, yeah, I thought their relationship was was good. It, it was uh, um, it was probably one of the brighter spots of the movie, seeing them interact with each other. Um, and then uh, I thought Chira had some great battle scenes. You know, the, his his fighting was awesome. And by the way, I, I texted this to the guys earlier. If you see a Chira action figure, right? You better grab it because I saw one like last week, and I was like, I'll get it later, you know, for the kids for the uh, for Christmas, and cannot find them anywhere. Ton of gin, ton of K2SO, but Chira, you cannot find that guy anywhere. But uh, um, I'm sure you can pay find it online and pay a little more for it. But uh, but anyway, I thought um, I thought they were great characters. Um, but yeah, they're dead. So <laughs> way to spoil it. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. All right, so uh, how about uh, Cassian? Thoughts on him? 
I had some interesting thoughts I talked about just a little bit ago off the podcast. Um, I think that they did a very good job in in the uh, directing of this as far as making him seem kind of like an unknown to to the audience, at least to me. I mean, knowing that <clears throat> because go again, I'm I, I may be wrong. You know, I'm sure Bina will correct me, me if I am. And up until up until this point, I don't really remember feeling like, um, and it makes sense that it is this way. But I don't ever remember it standing out that the Rebel Alliance had some shady things about it. And but it makes sense, you know. It's a it's a it's a um, it started off as a government run thing, you know the um this you know the Senate turning into the what do they was it the Rebel Alliance? The Republic, I guess the Republic turned into the Empire, right? Right. The Galactic Republic yeah. or whatever it was. or So the Rebels rebelled against that, and they're the Rebels now. But they, when the movie starts off and you see Cassius for the first time, and he's uh, with that whatever that nameless guy is in that town, and he's like, all right, it's, it's, it's almost like they're together, right? They're cornered. And he's like, oh, it's going to be okay. And he shoots him in the back. And it, my initial thought was like, that doesn't seem like something a good guy would do, you know, like I'm trying to rationalize it. Like, I mean, I guess he said he couldn't climb, so maybe he would have been tortured, but it's like, he didn't even say he'd even give the guy a a choice or whatever, just shot him in the back and then took off. And then later on, you've got Shurik who, who feels, you know, he's not being honest with, with, with Jin. Uh, There's, there's something he's covering up and you see him go up. And then I started realizing about halfway through the movie, it's really, the reason that he's so hard to figure out is because he's kind of like battling himself. Like, am I supposed to be a soldier that follows orders or am I, am I supposed to be someone that follows my heart? Whether I think that my orders are right or wrong. Jin straight up calls that out. You know, if your orders are wrong, are you going to do it? He's, he doesn't shoot her, her father, which he was ordered to do, which is another thing you don't really think about the rebel Alliance giving again. And, and you got to remember that I'm somebody that views, this universe mainly from the movies i don't i've seen i've read some of the comics i've seen some of the rebel you know like two seasons of rebels so i don't have an extensive uh opinion about that but this is the first time where i'm really seeing the rebel alliance making some calls that they shouldn't make and so for me seeing him i i didn't know how to take him at first but i ended up at the end of the movie really liking him because he turned into like a really cool tough character when he when he steps up to janet before they go to uh scarif with all his guys behind him and he's like basically saying you know we got your back we're going to do this that was pretty cool um i thought it was getting i I thought it got a little tiny bit weird how all of a sudden it seemed like they were hinting at a romance between those two like out of nowhere um like all of a sudden they're getting they're real close to each other's faces looking at each other when they're you know about to go battle and stuff but overall i really liked his character and i thought they did a good job of of basically putting me the viewer in the same position he was not really knowing which direction he was going to go which was cool i thought the end what else guys yeah he was fun i mean he's your i guess Jin is your main character right he'd be your number two for the most part yeah. Um. And yeah, he's he's a little dirty. He and that's the thing. They're spies and assassins, and they even say that, you know. And 
he's had to do, he says he's had to do a lot of things that they're not proud of. And looking back at it, is it, you know, is it right? Some of the things we've done. And then this is right. This is the right thing to do. So as, as an actor and as a character, I liked him, um, brought her in and then obviously struggled with what to do when it came to Galen or come, came to Galen. Um, and ultimately made the right choice as far as right by Jin, and then see their relationship develop. And then his relationship with his droid, you know, was real cool. Um, how K2SO would come in and say, I am with you, Jin, because Cassian said I had to be. And just to know that that droid <clears throat> is so devoted to Cassian that he'll do whatever Cassian says. They they played that so cool. The fact that he was never really yeah pro Jin until no. like the very end. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought was very cool. So yeah, the Cassian character was good in his relationship with Jin, and then obviously, um, you know, his droid was cool. It kind of gives a little bit of a Poe feeling, a little bit. Yeah. You know. Well, you got a you got a you know a, a male character with a droid that they're buddy buddy, kind of yeah. like Poe and, and BB actually. Yeah. And then you got a strong female lead, so it, it you know that part had a you know Force Awakens vibe to it, but. Uh, you know, um, he does kind of remind you of Poe a little bit to some degree. Right, but I would say that you know? Poe is Poe is more of like just a stand-up action hero. Like he's just going to be there. But I like the point that Dave made about there being some conflict there. Because it does show, you don't really see <clears throat> Poe really conflicted about his choices. He's just, this is, uh, you know, he's just kind of just a straightforward kind of guy. And maybe they'll explore that in future movies. But I feel like, the, in terms of the rebellion, different from the resistance, is that the rebellion right. had to make tough choices for survival. And yeah. I feel like they embodied that. Yeah, that's something I think I missed. I missed, and I never caught onto that. And this movie brought that out to where, yeah, these by by the literal definition of their name, they had to rebel against everything they were told was right. They had to like make the hard decision to. Yeah. To say, no, we're, this isn't right. We're going to fight against this, and then be labeled as you know traitors. Be la- I mean, people really? probably hated them. They had to go through all, go into secrecy. So you think about that trouble. You think about that scene where he had a, he killed that guy. Um, you know, in the beginning of the movie, the the rebel guy. He had to do that. I mean, that guy was already wigging out, and if they had gotten caught, there's no way that guy would have withstood interrogation. Right. I mean, he would have spilled the beans. <clears throat> right. So. You know, you have to do what you have to do for the mission. Right. It's all about... And that was setting it... In in terms of the... That was setting it up. Like, that's one of the things he had to do that he talked about he doesn't always like to do, but it's his orders. And it's about, like, whatever... What they need to do for survival rather than... That's the rebellion. The rebellion is what we need to do to survive and overcome the Empire. The resistance is more of standing up against this bully that's coming up out of the outer room. So what did you guys think of Jen? I liked her. She was a good actor. I think she fit well with... Uh, to go from someone that didn't care and was just kind of out on her own, doing her own thing to get brought in, and then obviously the connection with her father being there. And like you had said, Brian, um, in our text thread, I think, or maybe you posted on Facebook, reading Catalyst gives yeah. you a lot of background into her and to into Galen um, her father which benefits the viewer watching the movie knowing those things 
You know, when I, uh, and I'll, I'll let you continue, but That's fine. when I read Catalyst, you know, Lyra is kind of like the gin of Catalyst. She's the, the female right. lead who is kind of like the fighter in the family. And I felt like when I was watching Rogue One, like in some ways I was watching Lyra, even though it was Jin. Yeah, Jin took so, that mantle kind of. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's, I agree. That's just knowing that she didn't care about anything. She was left in a hole. And then obviously saw Cam comes and rescues her, and she fights with him. Obviously until she was like sixteen, it sounds like, and then he just leaves her because he knew that anywhere she would go, um, she would they would figure out who she is and be hunted. And so he thought she had a better chance on her own. So she at that point doesn't care anymore and is just out for herself. Then being brought in, realizing her father is still alive, and then seeing her churn from I don't care to. I care and I'm making other people care with me more than they did beforehand um, was a good transition on her character and, and became very strong and the leader. I mean, standing up and telling everyone how it's going to be, saying, may the force be with us, and then people rallying to her because yeah. of her, her belief in, in hope now. Um, I, I enjoyed that transition for her. Yeah, when that and that transition seemed to happen when she saw the hologram of her father telling her, you know, hey, here's what's going on, and you know, again, that's the first time <clears throat> she'd seen her father since she was a young child. So, right. uh, and directed um, straight at her. Yeah, meaning he, he never like what he said in his dying breath. He never ever gave up his. He thought about her every day, never gave it up, and and was still believing that she was out there yeah. and that she could somehow finish his work and, and stop it. What about cool. you guys? I also Jim. loved how they played. Played what? I love how they played on the word hope throughout the, the movie, obviously because of the next installment or the, you know, the following movie it was a very, I mean, it wasn't overused. I don't think, right. I think they did it. They did it pretty well. Um, so I mean, and, and I I loved Jin too. I thought that was a great. Um, I thought she was a great character. She had a lot of. I mean, she had. There's a character that obviously had a lot of um, ambition. She just wasn't using it until she had like a focal point, you know, to put it to put it towards. I mean, at least from what I know about her, I don't know what backstory. Whatever. Yeah, for her and Catalyst, she's about. just a child. There's not a whole lot as far as her development, other than. She's a kid. She has stardust eyes, which is why he calls her stardust. And, uh, yeah, that's really all you get from her. It's interesting to know. I mean, so in Catalyst, what do you know about her and uh, Saw? Does it talk about you them? You just know that no. Saw is a friend yeah. of the family. He is. Saw's the but one did that. He, Saw's the one did that. Did he train her at all? It doesn't get that far. In the book... Catalyst... Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) In the book, it ends with Galen, his wife, and Jin all getting to that planet and Saw giving them a way to contact him if trouble ever arrives. So so that book is basically about Galen's defect. It's it's about Galen and Orson Krennic. And I also feel like, and, and this is one reason why I put that post on Facebook about reading Catalyst, I feel like it was a lot about the relationship between Tarkin and Krennic. Because yes. I feel like if you read yeah, Catalyst, that, obvious, that ending yeah, with, with Tarkin destroying uh, that 
you know, that base, knowing Krennic was down there, yeah. that had a bigger payoff oh, yeah. if you read Catalyst. Oh, oh yeah. What is their, what's their rank difference? Uh, is, Tarkin is a Grand Moth, or a Moth at least, and then uh, Orson Krennic's a Lieutenant Commander. So Moth is the highest title you can receive. Uh, Lieutenant Commander is higher than Admiral, I believe, but he's not... Like, he's up there, but he's still got some room to get where he's at. Tarkin is his I mean, superior. obviously there's an age gap. Well, yeah, I, I figured... I, I knew that because uh, you know because of who Tarkin is, but also the the little colored star... I mean, I never... I don't know yeah. what they are, but the little colored squares, right. they're different, yeah. obviously. The, um, there's a there's quite an age gap between Tarkin and Krennic, but I knew that, obviously, there was a... There was a... Um, a feud. A rivalry. I'm... I'm a battle rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, obviously he's he's a superior, but Krennic's baby. Krennic is not exactly being a uh the you know, submissive in any way to no, the superior. The Death Star is Krennic's thing. Like without Krennic right. the Death Star would not have happened. He he coerced Pago the Lesser from Genosis, the guy in Revenge of the Sith that takes it out of the computer, the Death Star plans and says we gotta hide this, we don't want him finding it. Krennic coerces him into getting all of his Genosian soldiers to build this Death Star faster than humans or any other aliens could do because they're basically an insect race. And we talked about mm-hmm. that a little bit last podcast is that they built it so quickly because it's like a bunch of drones just building. It was all they did. And without him talking with Pago the Lesser and coercing him, that wouldn't have happened. And without him getting Galen with their relationship and getting him to experiment on the kyber crystals and figure out how to focus this laser to blow up cities, it wouldn't have happened without him. And that's where he's saying, my accomplishment worked. It was successful and you need to tell the Emperor. That's what he's telling Vader. Tell him that what I did works because he wants to be in charge of the Death Star. He wants to be the one that commands it. And obviously Tarkin pulls that rug out from under Right. Yeah, he wants to be a higher rank, and he wants to command the Death Star. Then also, Tarkin kind of sees that in the book, that this Death Star thing could be a big deal, and he starts to kind of figure, like, you know, maybe I should find a way to to be in charge of this Death Star once it's completed, but any failures that happen along the way, I can pin on Krennic, right? Yeah. And so he gets penalized, and I get advanced, you know, I advance up. And, and then uh, the funny, right? So that's why I think. And then you... the funny part is, is that after all this big chess game between them, Tarkin wipes him out after he knows that this thing is operational and ready to go. Yeah, I think that's why it was such a. If you read Catalyst, it was such a big payoff for for the two reasons: one, Tarkin finally finishing Krennic and getting the better of them, and then also seeing how Krennic has manipulated and destroyed the lives of so many people to get this Death Star up and operational. And then he's also destroyed by that weapon as well. Yeah. You know, the it's weapon interesting that he that, created. <clears throat> it's interesting that he's also one of the only, you know, high-ranking people in the Empire that's actually looking for what apparently is the one weakness to this thing. He wants to know what did Galen send? What was the information? He really is the only one that could have... That could have... Prevented it? Maybe prevented it from happening. And Tarkin's too involved in his making him fail he just lets him go like you better find it if you don't you're in big trouble and then they obviously know the plans got taken and that there's a weakness there and it's gone and that's where episode four 
takes place, and they are not able to stop it in time. Right, and if you watch A New Hope, which you know I I, I did what you did, uh, Chad. I just kind of popped it on tonight for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, well, we watched the whole thing. <laughs> right before, well, I I turned I stopped it right before the podcast. <laughs> but wow. Vader, Vader, when he's going through, it's so great to see the comparison between Vader once he gets onto the Rebel ship and and. A New Hope is he's he's not pulling out the lightsaber. All he's worried about is okay, where are these plans at? He's not worried about yeah. slashing through and, and and cracking skulls. He's just looking to go through yeah, everything. And, he, and he's somehow lost the ability to do like you know awesome moves with the lightsaber. Well, he no, he's saying that the reason he isn't doing that is because he just wants to plan so badly. Uh, I mean, to the later point, in the movie. yeah, but to the later point that that at that part where. His advisor's like, you shouldn't be doing this to this princess. We're, the Senate is going to be pissed off that we did this. And he's saying, I don't care. We need to find... She's a rebel. She's a spy. And she knows something. We need to figure it out. So you know how I rationalize the awesome lightsaber moves he had in Rogue One versus the crappy ones he had in A New Hope? Maybe he needed to get back in the back to tank. Maybe like he got in there and he was like, just refresh, rejuvenated. Yeah. Know. He needed another that's one, good, you know, he didn't one. have he time. Could be, he one, could you know? be that fragile. That's how you know what I mean? And that's why he was so, yeah. you know, yeah. it didn't take much yeah. for the emperor to wipe him out in the end. He got his arm taken off and a little electrocuted and he's out for the count. I mean, come on. So, so we're assuming maybe he has maybe, I mean, obviously he's a very powerful force user, but he's limited somewhat by the machine part of him that can only do as much as a machine can do. And maybe he only has so much juice and full, you know, exerted himself so much. I think because of the mechanical parts the episode, needed some oil. I think his body yeah. needed some Bacta. You know? <laughs> or in the episode four. Yeah, yeah. Episode four in reality only, you know, it takes place only over moments, you know, not a very long period of time Moment. at all. Um, right. From the point of the the plans getting down to Tatooine, to them getting in the Falcon and all of a sudden being back on the Death Star that was just blowing up Scarif or the city yeah. of Scarif or whatever um, that. And maybe he can't get back to it because he's like, well, now I got to deal with this. I got to leave Mustafar and I got to go. You know, I got to go work. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, he just doesn't right. have one on the ship. It's it, it is really cool though when you, I mean, putting them side by side like that. We're talking about like Tarkin doing all this stuff and getting rid of Krennic, and then literally days or whatever later, that thing's destroyed. Like they got yeah. those plans, yeah. yeah. And you know, because in because in a New Hope, when you first see it, you don't know how long ago those plans were were mm-hmm. stolen. Right. But we find out it's literally like butted and up to the end of the movie. So, they yeah. just yeah. I mean the the the, the the plans were put up into the through the satellite dish into that rebel ship, and then R two is shooting down with them to Tatooine. Literally, what an hour later? I mean, depending on how long the the hyper jump space or the hyper jump was, yeah. and how far Tatooine was away, we don't know. And why on earth? Like, here's the thing. Oh, I, oh never mind. Just I, I don't know why I even started going that road. Obviously, they dropped out to Tatooine because they were trying to get him to Obi Wan Kenobi. So, right, but she that was, was on her way to go see Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that brings me to this point. Sorry, I I was talking to your friend Rylan, Chad, and he brought up this point where I wanted to ask you guys, because I knew you guys had watched it carefully. 
He was confused, I think, because I think I heard it this way. But when Bear Organa was saying was talking to, I believe it was Mon Mothma, and she yeah. she said, um, "We've got it." She was talking about we got to get these plans to somebody, and he, she says, "The Jedi, you know, your Jedi friend." And he's and I'm pretty sure he says he served me, or served well in, in the Attack of Clones. I'm assuming he's talking about Obi Wan. Right. Um, and then he says, then she talks about how are you going to get the plans to him or something like that? And he says, I, I trust her with my life. I'm assuming referring to Leia. Right. Yes. Um, Ryland thought he was referring, he, Ryland thought he was referring to a female Jedi, which I, I thought maybe he just, okay. I read, I read, thi- I read the same thing. I read the same thing online people. and what, what the, what everybody was getting okay. confused was, was that he was referring to either Obi-Wan or two Ahsoka. people. Because they thought it was an Easter egg to the end of the Ahsoka book, right. which I thought Chad w- would bring into a little bit of light. I haven't finished that book yet. So, so Ahsoka obviously has a lot to do with Org- Organa. Uh, that's that's what people she's, were referring like, to because that's the only female the Jedi Wars. to survive the Clone Wars that he would be referring right. to. But I could have sworn he he gave two different, you know. Uh, right. Proper obviously, I'm, obviously, anybody. Yeah. Obviously, it's Obi Wan and Leia. Yeah. Okay. Because this, after too. twenty years, this hey. is like their first ray of hope, and obviously, he's gonna just run to the last Jedi that he knows of to make sure that the job can get done. That's what I'm assuming. So, let me ask you guys this, and I've, this is gonna run a little long. I hope you guys are okay with that, but uh, um, there's just so much ground to cover. So, get your get your caffeine, but. Uh, um, did you guys feel like the um, uh, Darth Vader's voice? Uh, gosh, his James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. That uh, it was. It sounded a little different. A little aged. It sounded a little different. Right. Not as deep. I mean, I'm yeah, not I complaining, but it was. It was noticeable. My first reaction was. Like I'm pretty sure James Earl Jones is voicing Darth Vader in this movie. Yeah. So it, it it hit me in that way to where it definitely sounded like Darth Vader, but it sounded a little bit different than what not we as used to not be. as uh, I don't know if powerful is the right word, but it didn't hit all the right tones that it yeah. that he normally not as would deep, hit. I don't think as it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if I was the only one that noticed that. It wasn't a big deal. I got over it. But yeah, it's definitely better than the Battlefront version in the video game. Yes. A hundred percent, and and I would want nobody else to do the voice as right. Darth Vader. So, um, all right. So, who are we missing? Who who haven't we talked about? I thought it was very very cool how they used uh, old footage to bring the uh, red leader and gold leader yes, back. Yes, that was very yeah. cool. Wasn't yep. that? That was a good. That was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, we were like, dude. That's like that's the same dude. Like, and I'm like, oh, it's it's like actual like the yeah, same episode four footage, footage of them reworks. going in to fight in the next movie or yep. whatever. So I thought that was cool how they did that. I thought it was cool how um, you saw them fight a little. I mean, I mean, most of the, in in the original trilogy, it's usually just their big ship sitting still, and and this big ship sitting still, and a bunch of blasters going back and forth, just like crazy amounts of blasting going back and forth and in this movie you had like the the what was the corvette one yeah, Carillion corvette. that Carillion corvette like they used it on Batman. purpose yeah. to drag the death or the destroyers together i thought that was very cool yeah definitely i've never seen that 
So, yeah, that was uh, that was very interesting. I figured, I kind of thought that's what was going to happen. Like, I didn't know if they were, I didn't figure they were going to use one of their ships as a battering ram. But I figured you're going to have to get one of those things to crash into it. Like, how else are you going to? The shield has to go down like yesterday, so something big's got to happen. What uh, did you guys um, catch any Rebels references during the Rebels the cartoon series? Well, I heard movie? like a week earlier that people were already spotting out the ghost ship. Um, yeah. you know, but other than that, so, I didn't really yeah. see anything. That was one, and I didn't catch it in the movie. I saw this later. The Dark Saber. One more. Dark Saber. That was in the movie. Yeah, when she's going through all the data tape, she's naming off all the lists of all the. She different, did say dark saber. Said the dark saber yeah. project. What was the other yep. one? You're right, and I was trying to listen when they were doing that, yeah. and I do remember her saying dark saber. So but, okay, uh, the other one was. Oh, go ahead. What's uh, what's Hera's last name? You guys remember? Uh, it starts with an S. I thought. Skywalker. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nope. At some point on uh, Yavin, they in the background over the intercom, you hear them call General and her last oh, name. And I can't think of what her last name. Uh, Sindola. Sindola. I they say did General hear that. Now they said it. Dave, yeah. readjust your points. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I just gained some. Wait. What? Oh. <laughs> really? Sindola, so, you're right. You're you're right. I do. So, which is interesting when you think about so rebels, she's still alive. the ghost. The ship I is still there to. in in this one, <laughs> and and uh, she's still alive. So, so it was the ship. I missed the ship. Was it at the at the? It was in the battle was over I guess. Scarif. Apparently, I'd have to look it up, but yeah, that's what everyone's saying. So, um, but yeah, so it's it's interesting oh. now with with the Rebels cartoon series oh, where that's all going to go. That's that is super interesting. If she's still around, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what about Saw? Saw, yeah. He's Forrest Whitaker. Man, he was, he was a much angrier, bitter person than I expected him to be in that movie. Like, well, I mean, did you see his hair? Like, yeah, he's... Can't get his hair got crazy. His hair was crazy. Well, in the desert. We saw that. He, can't breathe. He's got asthma, yeah, apparently. He's got a Vader, pre-Vader suit. He's like, what's his name from uh, Mad Max? Yeah. yeah, He's got a freaking octopus living in the cave next right. to him. Right. The, that reads people's minds. I mean, come on. I, I'd be upset, too. I mean, obviously, he wasn't in it very much, you know, and he and yeah. he's one of the first that ones That surprised go, me, but... yeah, obviously. That surprised me. I... I I have a hard time in any movie liking the whole idea of I'm just going to stand here and die with this because, you know, I'm not going to give. I mean, he was half a I machine. Mean, is there really nothing else? Did you learn nothing that was important or valuable to this Rebel Alliance that's been trying to get you to work with them for years that you couldn't somehow maybe just you have told somebody? Get on the ship. I mean, why? Yeah. I mean, he probably wouldn't have been able to run out there in time. I can. <laughs> and you wonder that, why he's. Let's... And you wonder why he's better. Yeah. Well, it, did you know. see that? Uh, Wasn't expecting. He's that. cut. He's going to be in Rebels the next few episodes. Oh, you would figure, yeah. Like they're bringing him into the cartoon. Um, the, obviously, he was in Clone Wars. That's where he originated from. He's in this movie, and now they're going to bring him back into the Rebels TV show. Well, they'd have to explain how he got that. What happened when they had to wear that suit? Yeah, right? yeah. He's basically legs. like. A breathing. Yeah, suit. he's turning into Vader and or you know Darth Maul, where they've got some mechanical yeah. appendages, and obviously he's got some issues with the lungs, so he needs the 
oxygen tank there like constantly. Um, yeah. But you know, I could that I could appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> remember when you saved my life that day? That's right. <laughs> Brian almost. saved my I'm life with a Saw Guerrera appendage basically one day at college. So. The one thing I like about the one thing I think that's, <laughs> that's funny about story. Forrest Whitaker is that he plays like that the the guy you saw in this movie Saw Guerrera or Guerrera. Yeah. He yeah. he plays that person like outside just without the suit in like every movie he's in. Yeah. He always yeah. he except, always looks except the butler. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that, but I but I've heard it's either. good. Conspiracy, but yeah, he's got that. Lies. He's always got that look like he's trying to figure stuff out. He's stay, you know, and he's All just the lies and conspiracies. He's like the same guy. Did you come to All kill? Right, so I do like him. Kill me. I like him in a lot. Um, who else? Do you want to talk about K2SO any more than we did? I have a question for you guys. I think he was great. Well, after you guys yeah. talk about K2SO, but I... He okay, talking cool. about... So, okay, you but... Just, you just said uh, after. You said after. Okay. You, said after. Right. you can't right. say All after right. and then just continue. All going. right. <laughs> I thought that... I thought they had... They delivered all the lines. I mean, from the very first one where he closed lines there, basically, and just politely yeah. says to her... Uh, you're being rescued, you know, congratulations, you're being rescued, or whatever you did. To the, like, the theater was laughing. The theater laughed at that one. When she hands him the bag, and he says whatever line he does, and then drops the bag down, the theater laughed at that. Um, When he says, how did you not know it was me? I mean, mean, he had, all the comedy that they were trying to push, a lot of it was his role to do. And uh, I I think if I had to choose a droid... Between R2D2, C3PO, BB8, and now K2SO, K2SO is my guy because well, I think he can mm. kick butt. My only He's concern keep with him, safe. if I had him with me, is the dude, the droid cannot keep a secret. I mean, he just says whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't, Chad. You kind of had it. Always like R2. R2 is always it depends. The guy. It, it, de- it really depends if you're being honest with yourself. It depends. Like, for example, if you're a pilot, you definitely want R2 or BB-8. Well, K2S can't take... flew. He flew the plane. Well, I mean, well, what if you're in a TIE fighter? Or a, well, he's X-wing. saying you, you could go. They can there. fix he it. He can just, like, you know, like roll flight. up into a ball and just, like, shove himself back there. Sure. Like, he's one of those <laughs> what-you-call-its from the prequels or whatever they are. I... The Jordan. ones okay. that Jedi's like two of them can take down okay. two Jedi's I, for some reason. They never I, use I would them anymore. Say that if we were all if we were all droids, okay. Chet, oh you're C three PO. No doubt about I'm that. I'm not C three PO. Oh yeah. That's garbage. Yeah, because Han Solo would always have to tell you to shut up. That is total garbage. Oh, that you was that was all this perfect delivery. <laughs> That was perfect delivery. Um, all right, chat. Yes, I will. I will. Okay. And I was gonna give Dave C three PO. Okay. <laughs> okay, Chad. You are definitely gonna get R. Someone should turn off Goldenrod back here. <laughs> you are definitely gonna get R two. Uh, because okay. because you're a little whiny, okay, <sighs> and, and have a little bit of an attitude and a little stubborn. Uh-huh. Okay, Brian, uh, Brian is definitely going to get, um, Brian will get K2SO. You thought this through. I will tell you why, because he can't okay, keep a secret, and he's a little sarcastic, okay? I thought you were going to say it was BB-8, because I'm brown and fat. <laughs> no, oh, come on, I'm being nice, busy. okay? Yeah. 
I appreciate right. that. You're still C3. Boo. I hate all so, of you. So you're, who are you then? I was going to give myself BB-8 because I'm young and I'm rambunctious. But I'll take... Well, who's Dave, Dave Man with C-3PO. He's a smart one. He's, He's smart. Give me C-3PO. Oh, C-3PO. He's a smart guy. Yeah, obviously I'm the... I'm, he means as a compliment. There's no right. way I would be in that I meant it, I meant it as C-3PO. a compliment. Chad's got to take everything as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Uh, that's probably my favorite part of the night. I'm the only one that can truly understand Chad. <laughs> okay. Get all my beeps and boops. <laughs> all your beeps. All right. <laughs> What else? What else you guys? Well, I want I want to continue that question and ask yeah, and ask uh, what else you guys think will carry over from Rogue One into this into the next season of Rebels. Oh, wait. Let's save that one. Let's save that one because we're still talking about the characters. I feel like I have one more. I have one more mention. I wanted to give a shout out to the guys that tried to mess up Luke in the cantina. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that totally unexpected? Unnecessary. Yeah, I knew it was. They, they said it was going to – it was unnecessary. It was good fan service. Walrus Man and uh, I can't remember the other dude's name. And one of the star one, fights. One arm, one arm, one arm Willie. The same – basically the same dialogue almost. Yeah. Boy, watch yourself. That's all yeah. they say. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cool. That was cool. I did say, you know, so that scene in particular made me think of this um, when I was watching it, and I'll say it now. But you know, I feel like they did, they did a good job. And I kind of said it in my non-spoiler interview, but the locales, the set designs, and all that, great job. I really felt like it was part of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I think they they nailed it. You know, the aesthetics are definitely there. Yeah, the grungy Star Wars. That, that was, was great. Yeah, that even, was very even cool. some of the like the. Um, the ships flying like you know I don't know if they use, and I could be wrong but some of them look like they used models again like the mm. the older Star Wars mm-hmm. um, the way some of it came off and looked but uh, I'd have to see it again but I, I was impressed by that totally so what are the some so yeah. b wants to talk about connections yeah I always want I always between... want the links okay between what Rogue One and Rogue what? One and what in Rogue One will now carry over into the because I saw an interview or I, I listened to a re- carry into carry what? into this into this upcoming season of, of Rebels and maybe future season of Rebels. Will we see okay. Will oh, we okay. see any of these characters you know get get a nice yes. Rebels backstory? Well, I was I think saw. you'll see saw. I think you could see all of them. That, that would be cool. Yeah, if they brought that whole crew. And at least you know maybe they couldn't be together. You know, they wouldn't because they don't know each other. Obviously, pre, they haven't met pre Rogue One lives. You know, Chira right. and Baze. That would be cool to see that happen when right. Cassian Empire shows up. Cassian could definitely time. be there. Yeah, that's good. That's that would that that's a lot of potential there. That's actually really cool. So, some some K two S O chopper interaction. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. So, all right. What else we got? Well, you were mentioning something about fan servicey stuff. Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, go ahead. Go. Well, I think we named some of it. The uh, <clears throat> Walrus Man and, and friend. Uh, <laughs> you got C three PO R two D two. Quick shot of yeah. them, which was great. 
um, which was going to be one of my predictions, and I should have used it. Um, you got uh, uh, the red leader. Um, yeah, and the gold leader. Yeah, so that was cool. This is red leader. Um, the guy, so on Yavin, the guy that kind of stands in the mm-hmm. tower and like points the uh, gun thing and tracks I don't know the what ship. He's doing, scan them or whatever. Um, that was like almost a shot for shot. Yeah. From like a, oh, That's pretty good. Uh, and then the locales, obviously. Uh, Yavin. Um, the temple looking stuff, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys pick up on any that I didn't pick up on? or? When they did the Red 5 thing, when, when they called Red 5 yeah. and you're like, oh, that's Luke. But no, it's not. And then you see the guy that was Red 5 dies, thereby giving Luke the opportunity to be Red 5 not too long afterwards. A good one. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't know Luke was Red 5, so that's a good tidbit of knowledge. What? I, I hate Luke Skywalker. He's a whiny by. baby. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that was like I'm sure there are more yeah. things that I didn't catch, but I'm sure we're missing stuff. And as as this you know, the weeks go on, I'm sure people are gonna find more things and you know, we can bring those up later. But uh So, final thoughts, right, on the movie, then we'll jump into the predictions. Sound good? Yeah. Alright, I'll go first. Good movie. Empire Strikes Back is still my favorite. I think Force Awakens is better than Rogue One. Um, Rogue One for me is probably I said I didn't know where they rank in the all the saga movies, and again I know it's not part of the saga, but I would say I'm going to put it above Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> like you had to think. I'm going to put it a tie with Revenge of the Sith. Whoa. For me. Um, again, did not like the music. Felt like there could be some more uh, character building. Um, but I did like the aesthetics. I like the the action. Um, I thought it was well thought out. I don't think there's any gaps. And it answered the age-old question. Why was that exhaust hole <clears throat> there for them to blow up the Death Star? Go ahead. I, I think it's interesting how our final thoughts seem to be our opening thoughts just reset again. But I, I don't really know what else to say other than <clears throat> I thought it was great too. I, I can understand the you know not placing it high in the favorites, and I think the main reason and it kind of sounds weird to say this, but I think you guys will know what I mean. There's less Star Warsy stuff in this movie than the other ones, like what people relate with Star Wars, the Jedi fighting, yeah. the the Force being used. Yep. Um, this is still, like, on its own, I thought was a great movie. Like, like on its own, I mean, the action and everything. There, uh, If you, you know, if, if it was on its own, there would be some weird plot things, you know, not knowing the movies that surround it. So I think in its space, it was very good. Um very well done. Again, like you guys have been saying, they caught the original trilogy setting, aesthetics and everything. They did a very good job of making everything look like it's supposed to look, which is just like it's been happening for a long time somewhere far, far away. And everything, even the new, um, you know, the uh, sh- not the shock troopers. What were the, Death the troopers. new ones they brought? Death troopers. The Death troopers, that was cool. Um, something that we'd never seen before, maybe heard before in comics or whatever, I don't know. But 
I thought it was great. I liked it. I can't wait to own it. Um, I was I was not that I was not that negative on the music. I liked the music. I just there was some you know some things that I expected that I didn't get music wise, but I still enjoyed what was there. Um, but other than that, maybe I mean again, I can't remember if I said this with the other people uh, with Chad and Evan I was talking to, or if I said it here. I felt like the end felt maybe just a little rushed but i i don't know how you would answer that i don't know how you would because you can't just draw out them all dying that well and that's be... that's specifically one of the big things they changed was the ending he had to get help on the ending so i'm curious what it what was it, what it been. yeah yeah i mean i like like, like i there. said like we said before i mean we knew what the plot was we knew that a lot of the spies died, so it's no surprise that they did. Um, but they did a very good job of still keeping it suspenseful and not knowing for sure which... Are they all going to die? Are some of them going to die? Or is yeah. this person going to live? Like, I was not convinced that Jin was going to die. Mm. Um, I thought maybe we'd see her somewhere else. Or or she wouldn't die right there, but maybe you found out something later. Um, but... They they still do a good job of telling you know one of the things that people are afraid of is them you know exhausting this story um, you know do we need to tell this stuff but they go back and they're telling us more that we didn't know before and I still feel like they're leaving enough mystery to where it's still the same thing with all the other movies it gets people talking people are excited to talk about it they love talking about it they're doing podcasts about it it's it's great. I think they're doing. I think Disney is still continuing to handle this very well, and I'm so far so good. I'm happy with them having the reins. Eventually, you know, eventually it's it. They're going to run it into the ground because I just hope it's not in my lifetime. You can't just keep. I mean, well, you got to strike while, while nothing lasts forever. Hot, you know what I mean? So, yeah. <clears throat> I right. mean, it's Star Wars is the thing. So keep making yeah. movies. Um, I'm going to rank it above Revenge of the Sith, but below A New Hope. Didach. I'm just kidding. Um, it's my favorite Star Wars movie because it's the newest Star Wars movie. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding there, too. Those are all, uh, all bogus answers. I would say I don't know where I rank it yet. I kind of have to do what I did with the Force Awakens and let and let the hype and everything settle off before I can really give it a good ranking. But I will say, and going on what what Dave said, and that is one thing that I enjoy that they're doing is Star Wars between a Phantom Menace to the Force Awakens, and now having Episode Eight is it Star Wars continues to grow in length. And I think these side movies is continue to grow the Star Wars universe in depth. And I feel like we're getting so much more out of the universe and so much more out of the story. I feel like, to be honest with you, I know it, it's it's sacred to hate on A New Hope because it's the original Star Wars movie. But out of the original trilogy, The New Hope wasn't my favorite out of the original trilogy. Um, I kind of enjoy it backwards, like Revenge, uh, Return of the Jedi, then Empire Strikes Back, then A New Hope. But Rogue One makes so much more enjoyment of A New Hope for me and brings me so much more joy and, and depth behind the, the, the story of A New Hope that it 
brings it makes that a new favorite Star Wars movie of mine because of Rogue One. So that's it. Good deal. I agree with that statement a lot. That's good. Um, for me, when I go and, and I I have a hard time criticizing things I like. Like I have a hard time seeing the flaws. So like when I go to a movie like Force Awakens or like Rogue One, like Brian says, the music wasn't. You know, he didn't really like the music. It was okay, but it wasn't good enough for him. And for me, it's like I just saw. It, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I like it. Oh, it's really good. I oh, this is Star Wars. It's cool. It's like uh, the same thing when I go to see a Marvel movie. I like all the Marvel stuff. I'm really into it. I'm like, oh, this is really good. I really like all this. And then people go, yeah, but this sucked or this was bad. I'm like, oh, yeah, you make a good point. But I didn't see that when I was watching it. So when I went to this movie, I ex- I expected to like it. I saw that people were give- giving it favorable reviews. Um, and so I-, I expected to like it. And I did. Were there things I that I maybe didn't like as much as others? Sure, but I when I have things I like, I get, always give it the benefit of the doubt. So I give the movie so much leeway, maybe too much leeway, that I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like, we walked out, and Lisa's like, oh, that Tarkin stuff was horrible. I was like, horrible? Like, that's the word, the horrible. She's like, yeah, it almost ruined the movie for me. I'm like, wow, that's like the CGI. Yeah, it took her out of it so much, which I understand. Um, It took her out of it so much that it almost she feels like it almost ruined it for her. And I was like, yeah, I I get it. I mean, we know he has to be there. And so for me, I'm like, I'm probably a little more forgiving because I know he has to be there. And how else are you going to do it? Um, So I enjoyed a lot, everything about it. There are, you know, overall, it was real good. Is Brian or Bnob asked me right out right away better than better than uh, Force Awakens and immediately I was no, Force Awakens is better I think um, to me am I to, I like Force Awakens better it has more of the Star Wars like Dave was saying the more of the Star Wars stuff that we come to expect and we have history with all the a lot of the characters yes they introduced new but we have history with Chewie we have history with Han and we have history with the Millennium Falcon and and Luke and all that. And so there's more nostalgia there and more love there for that for me. But with Rogue One, it, it's it's still Star Wars like we've mentioned. It's the world. It does it well. It looks like it was made in 1977, but it looks so much better because it's 2016 that I've, I immediately accepted it as, yep, this is where it happened. This is what happened. And like Beanon said, it gives us more backstory and makes A New Hope mean more. And that's when we came home, my wife was like, yeah, let's put in A New Hope. We're going to watch it. We watched it, the whole thing immediately when we got home. And you're right. When when Vader walks in, it's like, oh, he just destroyed those guys. And they're terrified of him. And then you start seeing things a little differently because of we know some backstory now. Like, we aren't making it up. It's canon. So... I loved it. I had fun with it. I I gonna try to finagle my way to see it again as soon as possible. Um, and I, like Brian Dave said, I can't wait to bring it home and watch it at home as well. Um, yeah, two thumbs up. All right, good deal, Dave. Yeah, let's hear it, man. How do we do on our <laughs> tears up? Okay, guys. Well, first of all, let me say. This was extremely difficult. Oh, so, you know, 
before you go, the question I wanted to ask you, when you were watching the movie, though, keeping in mind that you had to do these, (laughs) figure out who was right and wrong, was it distracting for you to do that? Because I kept thinking about you while I was watching the movie, like... No, I on purpose waited to listen to your podcast until after I watched it because okay. I did not right. want that to happen. I didn't want to be sitting there Good thinking, move. oh, man, so-and-so thinks this is going to happen. Well, <laughs> nope, it didn't happen. Did it ruin it for you down. guys at all? Or were you sitting there going, <laughs> I kept thinking about stuff, yeah. and then I'd be like, oh, come on, I should have said that. Yeah, or... Brian said that he, the yeah. first thing he thought about with the – Bank to tanker was that? Oh, Chad's wrong. Chad's wrong. And yeah, so no, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I thought about Chad. Remember, like two weeks ago, I we were talking about Carrie Fisher being in the movie, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, they'll probably use CGI." Right. I should have just said that as one of my predictions. <laughs> yeah, Gosh, yes, we should have. We, we we should have way right. farther than we had to. I know. Yeah, I was too specific on mine as well. I was way so, too specific so on mine I, too. Yeah. I st- oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most vague I've ever heard any so okay so first of all this, an idea of how I grade these things full points are awarded for like an absolute correct prediction which there were there's one I for sure was, we just learned about one for yes. sure yeah. um and uh, the the exceptions I I do make exceptions for you know giving partial uh partial points with you know things that are like half correct and even less partial for because i had to like start making up reasons to give points so <laughs> there wouldn't just be zero points um he's looking at you brian but i i do i i cannot give full points for for things that are just so ridiculously vague that you could insert <laughs> anything in there because i started thinking well do, do i give a point because it's so dumbly <laughs> obvious that this is gonna or or do i give no points because it's like almost like cheating to get a point oh well, i'm this is how i did it okay for first of all we'll start off with the elephant in the room which is which is b-knob saying <laughs> that there's a link between rogue one and episode don't eight. be laughing and folks then, uh, you heard it here first no, if, if, uh, i urge you guys to go back and listen to your predictions because each of you will say a prediction, and then, like, two predictions later with someone else, you'll revisit it and, like, clarify <laughs> your position to where B-Nob's position goes like this. There's a link between Rogue One and Episode Eight. In parentheses, any link whatsoever. <laughs> That's basically what it came down to. That's stupid. So hey, it's, it's like, going to be mean, there. Like, like, Th- this time next year podcast number 70 whatever we're, we're catching up with the south dakota podcast number you guys will be like he was right i had to be tough on this one Bina, because i mean like any link whatsoever i mean you could talk about oh vader's in rogue one and if we if we <laughs> see his helmet in episode eight there's a link there we don't know if we're gonna see it yet Too vague. we saw it in seven who knows i mean i i gave zero points that is that. bogus yeah that is so bogus sorry. <laughs> oh come, you can't it's it's not been released for anyone to watch yet yeah. to just say oh there's gonna be a link i mean look at there's a there's there's lightsabers in this one there's gonna be lightsabers in, come on man i mean that's I, I feel like if i gave that to you it'd be too easy all right also there'd be no chance for anyone else to win if you got a point right the bat. okay so we'll go with the next one which would be I the I'm just gonna go down the order I did them in. Chad, who said, mm-hmm. let's see, 
He goes, Rebels TV show will be mentioned in Rogue One. And then he clarified later, this is what you guys kept doing. What You definitely would have got it, for sure. Then clarified later, Ghost Crew. But then we found out that there right. was a reference, so Chad gets one point for that. Where I, Before I gave him point .25 points, because the, the ghost ship was seen, but you didn't get any mention of them. But now since you've heard... Uh, Sindola, General Sindola. Yeah. Thanks, that's, Brian. I mean, that's an obvious. Thanks, Brian. The... Thanks for bringing right. that up tonight. There, it's only right. fair. Okay, so then I accidentally somehow jumped ahead, so I'm just going to read these uh, I, again out of order. Um, it said, uh, "Let me see. This is uh, maybe I can do it in order if I do this." Brian's number. Oh, we haven't done Brian's right. number one yet. Where was that at? Let's see. He said. Footage from episode four of Leia, specifically, will be in Rogue One. And then he later clarified and said the scene where she gives our two data. Zero yeah, points. We're learning. So I was gonna yeah, I was gonna give him um like partial points for getting but I but I couldn't because there was no it was all CGI and it wasn't even the new that scene. scene. So I couldn't give him any points in that, so he got zero points. Um, which, where was that at? Maybe I should cross these out because I got them so written in there so much. I don't even know where I put that one. Anyway, so let's just go back to it. Okay, so, can you, are you keeping track uh, of this, Chad? No, I, the, what do you want me to keep track For of? For some reason I did the, the predictions? I could, I could keep, I could keep track of the points because I have them all okay, written down. Okay, so, I just don't have, like, a line and a his, uh, his, his, his eight, zero. Zippity doodah. Me with Rebel. Right now, as of right, right now, I had one. You have and one. Ryan with Leia, zero. Okay, got it. Yeah, I have him written down for point twenty five points, but I think that I, I think I've changed that to zero because I couldn't. It seems like I would just be giving him points for the okay. heck of it. Well, I'm okay. I mean, you that. see Leia. Maybe that's why I put it because there is footage no, of no, Leia, no, no. but it's if not I get no links to Episode Eight, Brian four. gets squat for that. That's a little bit different. Is <laughs> no links whatsoever. Okay, so B Knob, his second one said, "Darth Vader kills uh-huh. Krennic," and then he he yeah. specified and said, "Snaps his neck, either either <laughs> literally or through the Force." Um, so I I decided to. Oh be, no, you didn't. No, don't for the chokes. I decided, no, don't. I don't, want any get, I don't want any. I don't want any freebies. You... No, really? just give me zero for it. This could be the. This could be the. This could be the difference between. I don't care. And losing. Because he said, kill. I was going to give you. Krennic. I was going to. I was going to give you no, point twenty five. No, no points. Only because he did force choke him. He just didn't no, no, no. I don't want job. any points. He needed to kill him with his bare hands or with the force. No right. points. No points. All right. Sacrifice the points. I will take freebie points. <laughs> yeah, because you're a cheater, Brian. <laughs> okay, so Chad number two. Only the Sith deal in <laughs> He said... You will do what you must. <laughs> he said the hooded figure... <laughs> he said the hooded figure was Palpatine, yeah. and the person in the tank was Snoke or Plagueis. Mm. And then I said, in parentheses... In that example, Brian would get a point for being very vague about connecting. <laughs> sure. 
sure. <laughs> Rogue One to Episode Eight, but that was not the case. So he got zero ha, points. Hat, Chad. On that. Take that. <clears throat> Brian said that all of the Tie Strikers will be destroyed, um, specifically like the facility or whatever that making them not available for any future usage. And I did not. I mean, you guys will have to speak up because I had I didn't see any knowledge of that happening unless they were all manufactured on Scarif in that one base. Right, that's the only place we saw them. So I have no idea because I can't even remember what the that was the one they're is. shooting is that the at. The one Jim? that was shooting yeah. at. Okay. What's so that, I, that's... what's that one? Do you guys remember that one scene where the stormtroopers like? Did you hear the rumor that T fifteen is going to be yeah. obsolete? Yeah. Did you hear that? What what was no. he talking about? I think it was that, that Shaker, could be a. That's a point. That could be a little. That could be I don't something. Know that, that is, but that could be something. Chad's looking it up. But that doesn't. But but uh, let me let me make a note that that would not fall under the category of them being destroyed. That would be being put out of service. Okay. I would give him a half point for that. Pardon. I'll give him a, a half hush, point. Hush, Half a, a point? Hush, man. I would. They're being dis- half decommissioned. Half a point? They're, being, they're done for. I'll, I'll take but the you're point. You don't even know that's what they're talking about. You don't even know. Yeah, you don't even know if that's them. If it's them, if they're decommissioned, they're out of use. They're destroyed. They're done for. But is a T-15 well, Maybe a t- we have to striker? revisit this after episode we eight will. to really know. I mean, we never see one again. Yeah, yeah, we don't we know. Don't know that they were destroyed. I'll give you point. I, okay, I'll give you point five. For they didn't even really show many. No, no, point five. We haven't even confirmed it that flew. yet. There's one that was flew. the one that was flying shooting at Jin was one. B knob, <laughs> you just told me to give if him credit. Brian doesn't always make sense. I mean, just give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to him because it's not gonna be. <laughs> I know. That's why. <laughs> I already know one. Oh, so sorry. Did I spoil it? No, I mean... It could make a difference. We were changing points as we go here. Figured it out. Uh, so the, the T-15's referring... It's either nothing <laughs> or it's referring to hyperdrive generators. That's only other time. Right, no, that's only been mentioned in episode one, good, The Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah, no, that's what they're talking about. Am I giving them point five or am that's I giving up to you. You're the, you're the scorekeeper. It doesn't really matter what we say. Yeah, it says the guy that's probably well, going to win. I originally gave him... That's fine. You, you give me zero. It's all right. <laughs> I originally gave. All right, him just zero. give him zero. That's fine. It, it wasn't definitive. Okay. Okay. So that gives us that gives us that's done. That's done. That's done. That's done. That's done. Okay. So now we're on questions three. So Beanob says Wedge and Tailies will be in Rogue mm-hmm. One. I didn't see clarification of that. I saw a guy standing behind Jin that had a mustache, and he was that in was a him. Fighter, no, Wedge or, uh, doesn't X-wing. have the. No, he doesn't have the mustache. Oh, he yeah. didn't have the mustache. No. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't see that. So I gave a zero to him for that. Chad said that only Chirrut yeah. and Saw will die from yeah. the main crew. Got it wrong. <clears throat> Which, yeah, that obviously was not true. Um, I thought about giving him point twenty five because he did die. In fact, <laughs> no, he, he did die. Zero points. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so then uh, Brian said 
that somehow, somewhere, you see the Millennium mm. Falcon. And I did not did not see that happen either. Whew. Nope. Um, b number four, he said, the movie will open with a flashback scene. This is where it gets interesting. Did it? Because we never saw any of their story before this. The story opens in the past. There's true. nothing to flash back to. That's true. It opens that. it opens with her being young. It's just the story. And then it flashes forward. That's what to I meant. It's future. a younger but it's not Jin. her it's yeah. not her That's sitting there going yeah. Oh, I remember when No, but it's a scene I, in I the back. No, it, I get a full that. point for that. I no, gave him point I get a full five. point he for that because that point. is a f- B-nob. It's not a yes, flashback. It's not, the points. It by definition, it's not to a, the main story. A flashback is somebody like remembering. No, but it's 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 a flashback before you get to the where the real part of the story takes place. Uh, hey, we agreed that Dave was a points giver, and we have to abide That's by right. his points. We did. Man. We but can't argue that. Is that. Bogus. It wouldn't. It, that is bogus. It's not a flashback. Okay, the ref it threw the flag. There. He gave the penalty. You can yell at him all you want, but that's what the penalty is. I'm gonna get a technical for this because that is bogus. Because <laughs> we all know that the main I mean, story takes place. It's common sense. The main story takes place. I mean, and, and if they episode go back. eight, if episode eight comes out, I guess it's how you episode, define flashback. That's what I meant. If episode eight comes out and you see a scene where Maz tells Han the real story that she was going to tell her, that's a legitimate flashback. Right? The story didn't start there. It started in episode seven. Mm. You see that happen. Kind of a this point. one starts. This one starts when Jin is a yeah, kid. Yeah, generally shows a, a the flashback of story. would be at some point in the movie. And then it they jumps go right. Back. If they started that with her as an adult Aside, first. Not the beginning. Not at the right. beginning. Yeah, that's I, what I, I meant, that. though. But he's still giving you a half a point for it. That is bogus. Yeah. I'm still giving bogus. you a half a point because it's I because <laughs> it, yeah, it's, okay. Wrong. I'm just it's not a flashback. <laughs> you should wrong. Literally. Okay, now hang on. So I, I looked it up though, and then it says a scene in a movie, novel, etc., set in a time earlier than the main yes! story. Boom. Point. By that definition, he deserves. Thank you, a Brian. Point. Thank you. Yeah, but what is the main, the main story, story is when they're? Oh my uh, goodness! When she's older. Yeah. I, I, I think story, he gets a point. The main story is that her dad, her parents, or her parents worked for. No, them. that is Catalyst. The main story goes, is the is the Rogue One crew no, stealing the because Catalyst doesn't Catalyst doesn't start at the beginning right, but of I'm Rogue saying, One. Rogue no, one Rogue, Rogue One, the main story is them stealing yeah. the plans for the Death Star when Jin is older. Correct. Her young is just I'm, setting I'm up a backstory. So, so the beginning of J.J. Abrams' remake of Star Trek, that's a flashback yes. at the beginning? Yes. Technically. Yeah. It's not a character having a flashback, but it's, it's not a really flashback. It's a backstory. It's a prelude. It's the same thing. Well, that's called a backstory. It's not oh, a flashback. Oh my goodness! The Fine. story you know starts. I'm done. I'm done arguing. Before I'm done. Kirk is born, it Brian... starts before Kirk is born. <laughs> He's born. It goes. Brian he, he read gets, you. Brian read you the death. Brian read you the definition. Go by the definition. And I don't agree that then that's. You, and I don't agree. Then you're coming up with your own definition, this. and that is factual definition off the internet. 
No. <laughs> no, because a flashback, a flashback, a flashback that happens in the middle of a movie is also it's any it's any it's any scene of a movie that does not take place where the main story takes place. What about Back to the Future? It's not a flashback. It's different. It's time travel. How? It's that time is, travel. That is the movie. And time travel. And I'll even throw the time travel so, clause. So, so is Star Trek. Star Trek is technically time travel because because Nero time traveled in the you back. You said it was a flashback. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing. Can we just stop talking about Star Trek, please? <laughs> you said it was a flashback. That is time travel. I am. I am excluding. I am excluding time travel. So you're backtracking. No, I'm saying no, I'm saying that any movie with time travels is null and void. All right, well, somebody somebody has to uh, Chad, make a decision. You're the Chad, reasonable. Since it impacts you the no, most. I I my what I have said, what we said when we did this, when we decided to do this is that Dave oh, This is true. This Dave is, is true. the point He's giver right. and the ref He's and right. what he says goes. We that's what we it. said last we podcast. Right. So that's I side with Chad now. I side right, with Chad now. Compromiser. Let's come back to this Fine. if it makes a difference. Okay. For the sake of our listeners. Poor yeah. listeners. Um all right, so then Chad said for his number four that the lightsaber lit in the movie will be one yeah, other than Darth Vader. I messed that up. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that's really how you had said know. that. There yeah, be because I got scoffed said, at, so I took oh. it a step further when I should have just left it. Being not scoffed at me. Well, no, because didn't you say like I thought I'm at first you said my way to victory, movie, which was vague. I felt like he he did, and then in the same sentence after you guys said, well, uh, right. he said, "Well, obviously Vader's will be. I mean, someone uh-huh. other than Vader." Yeah, he said would be lit. Um, Brian said. Number four, Vader kills Saw Guerrera, which obviously did not happen. So that is that would have been a great scene, though. You know, Vader killing anybody would have been a great scene. So then, Beanob, number five. I'm already at number five. Said, Jen. Yeah, we're all at number five. Yeah, yeah. Jen Urso is gonna die. One full point. Stupid. That's very obvious. Well, it wasn't obvious yeah, that it was no, going to happen. Right. I mean, you're it's right. obvious no, that it's a that's point. It's not obvious. It's a right. gimme. It's not obvious because you suggested yep. that she wasn't. Yep, you're right. After seeing it, it's obvious, but you're right. Um, Chad said that Bail Organa, we learned he actually was not on Alderaan when it blew. No. no and he yeah. specifically mentioned that he was yeah, going yeah, to Alderaan. Yeah, you're yeah. wrong, Chad. Wrong. So um, we're wrong. assuming that that means he was yep. there. Said he was going. Brian, number five, said Jen Urso kills Krennic. That, now, to, in my defense, though, <laughs> freaking, I almost had it. She was going to do it, and then freaking Cassian, Cassian stopped yeah. her. So pissed. <laughs> yep. She definitely was. She definitely was. I should get a half no, laugh for that. She, had the, no. she made a motion. She was going to do it. The intention was there. And it probably got re- rewritten, reshot. It probably did happen. Okay, okay guy. <laughs> and I also did this. I also did this just in case it came down to it. I listed your three bonus oh, wow. points oh, okay. just for fun. I remember all these now. 
Brian said we'll see Lor Santaka in Rogue One. Oh, we may have in the background <laughs> somewhere. We don't know for sure. <laughs> as far as we know, we did not. Brian Zero points. Goosed. Chad said Jin becomes Captain Phasma. <laughs> that would <have> cool, <laughs> so right? stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Zero points. And then B-Nob again said one that became very obvious in the movie that Jada was destroyed by the Death Star. Yeah, it was obvious in the oh, trailer. Stop. Not the whole mm. Which if it came if it came down to it, he would get one point. And so without that point, right now, here is the score. Brian has <laughs> zero points. I thought no 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 zero. What I have written down Brian... zero. Okay, so I must have taken off the point twenty five I gave him about. Wait, yeah, I did. I changed that to zero. That's right. <laughs> I tried. Um, from what I've got written down, it looks like Chad has one point. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> we we learned something and, today. And Beanob, with my with my score, my grading as it was, has one point five points with the bonus point would put him to 2.5 if it was needed as a tiebreaker he would actually have he would actually have uh 0.25 more but he sacrificed those points so is that what the bonus questions or predictions were for tiebreakers no you guys just decided to do it. it i i kept track of them just in case it was needed as a tiebreaker so those don't no. count what you're saying. The one, the 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 points that Beanob gave up were probably the most warranted half points that I could have given, because yeah. he said that that Vader, you know, choked Krennic to death, and he literally did force choke him, just didn't kill him. So that I mean, the other ones were like, you know, the Tie Strikers not <laughs> were totally destroyed. Well, you know, we never you know, give him the half point. That was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, now I'll give it to him. <laughs> So any, I think any way you cut it, I think Beanob, even if I, you know, even not giving him the full point for the flashback, which I stick to my guns in that one, is not a flashback. He still wins. Could uh, argue that I, I should thought... get something for a back to tank. <laughs> really? A... really? No, you saw it in the <laughs> no, trailer. Back yeah. To tank at that yeah. Point. <laughs> it yeah, I Who think we knew did. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess... no one knew that. <laughs> That's what they look like. All right, no give him point two five no, for fine. that. I'm, I'm guess, kidding. Yeah, I guess for I'm sure kidding. you don't know that it's a back to take. But good job, Beanob. If you guys, if you guys want to like mark how many points you got and put Chad, them on, don't be, no. Chad, Chad, yes, don't be Chad. Chad, don't be. Don't be. I just said good job, Beanob. That doesn't sound like a bitter person. You know what's funny is I thought Chad watching the movie. I thought Chad won because I forgot that he said. Someone would light a lightsaber other than Darth Vader. Yeah, and I thought that yeah. lightsaber. Put my scoff, my scoffing put me over the top. Yeah, just goes to show. Don't listen to Beanob. <laughs> so we uh, we owe Beanob episode eight. That's tickets, right. right. A year from now. Thank you. Approximately. Well, we'll definitely and have then, to do this for yeah. Episode be eight. a lot more smart yeah. about it. Yeah, like that sentence right there. <laughs> There'll be an out link to episode nine and episode eight. And we're going to. Uh, That'll be good. 
I love that. <laughs> How are you? Uh, <laughs> Uh, sigh. Past bedtime. All right, guys. Well, Dave, thanks for doing that. Yeah, really thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. That was fun. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no appreciate problem. it. Maybe next time we can get you in on the predictions yeah, as well. Do you know what? So, right. Do you know what? Okay, that's fine. I was gonna take it since I didn't. I don't want to lose my crowns. What words do you take right now? I will take the prediction referee. Oh, Mansell, I since see. I Can you won. Imagine what that would be like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> that that so sounds like, like fun, though. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, to be determined later, I would say. So, um, yeah, it was definitely fun. All right, well, let's wrap this thing up. We really appreciate uh, everyone who listened to this. Hope you enjoyed Rogue One. I think the consensus is we all thought it was a great movie or a good movie. Um, any Star Wars is good Star Wars in my book. Um, I think when we get to episode 24, we'll probably discuss a little bit of Rebels. Obviously, that finished the uh, mid-season finale. A lot of big things happened in that at the end there, so we definitely need to talk about that. Um, and then I'm sure we'll talk more of Rogue One, uh, see what the feedback has been uh, around the uh, interwebs, and then whatever else comes up Star Wars related. So until then, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah.